Blog Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming to center your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you really the most fascinating and the most helpful people in the business community from around our terrestrial orb. I am Bart Jackson, the Hieronymus Bosch of business. And today you're going to learn about a true business phoenix. You're going to learn about a a very applicable lesson from Mr. Don Slack, who rose from the ashes of Hurricane Sandy's devastation, transformed uh, one business into a vital, vital, really a vital, vital, profitable community service. And you're, you're also going to hear about some astounding feats of engineering wizardry that go along with it. And all of this is going to be winging your way by, with our guest, Mr. Don Slack, founder of Halston Hills, Halston Realty Group, and his newly formed uh, company, Northeast Home Elevation. Now, there's an intriguing name. So, whether you are the CEO of one of the globe's largest retailers seeking to to battle off the big box stores nibbling at your niche, like Dave, or you're an agile-minded attorney providing guidance to entrepreneurs in need, like Phil, pull up your chair a little closer. Take some business adaptation tips and some fun tales of ultimate home restoration from Mr. Don Slack. Don, I'm so glad you could break free today. Uh, now, I know that four years ago you were running Halston Hills and Halston Realty, Realty Group, the, the real estate investment and selling firm, and then wham, Hurricane Sandy slams into the New Jersey coast, three, $30 billion in loss. I think it's 346,000 damaged and destroyed homes, including all the stuff you were probably trying to sell. And everyone else in the state is pulling in their horns, but not you. So I've got I, I have two quick questions. First, could you tell us, really, after the sandy waters flood floods receded, and you poked your head out, what did you see? What was it like? Yeah, you bet, Bart. First off, thank you so much for having me. Um, oh, I'm boy, so glad to time, here. Yeah, thank you. Boy, at the time we were uh, still living up north, um, but. We've always uh-huh. had a beach house down in Normandy Beach, and um, mm-hmm. much like everybody, I got the opportunity to enter onto the barrier island via bus, and uh, <clears throat> boy, the devastation that we saw was um, uh, breathtaking, literally breathtaking. Uh-huh. We would, the bus would be driving down 35, and, and the crowd would be looking uh-huh. left, and all of a sudden you'd see a, a devastated home, and people would pull their eyes away instinctively and look over to the right side, whereupon three oh, seconds gosh, later you'd hear the same type of groans. So it was oh. um, uh, horrible. The the um, the book Aftermath, which was uh, put together, it's a photo book by a fellow named David Turton, mm. probably captured, mm. captures it as well as anything, but it was, um, oh boy, just just devastating to see the damage that was done by that storm. I, I I know I took my bicycle down there, uh, being the only way I could get around, and and uh, saw saw it, and and uh, it it really did break your heart. Now, my my second question then sort of follows up in the wake of all this disaster. Uh, what uh, sort of began to form in your mind? In other words, you had this business venture that that, that sparked. Tell us a little about about. What, what put the idea there, and what you had in mind? Yes, I um, was a commercial real estate developer for 
30 plus years. And uh, as I say, I always had this house at uh, in Normandy Beach since we purchased it back in 98. Um, and when that storm happened, um, our house is about five houses in from the ocean and we had four feet of water. Believe it or not, we had a full height basement in that house. We had uh, four feet of water and a ton of sand. But as I, as I told everybody, uh, we still had a house. There were probably 15 houses directly behind ours that were blown away in the storm. Um, I, I, I knew my house would have to be elevated and, um, um, I heard one statistic really, which did it for me in terms of wanting to, to form a business around it. And that was that, um, there were a hundred thousand houses in the base flood elevation. Um, that was really the one that did it for me. I, I didn't need any others. Um, I went down to New Orleans. Uh, we have got a. I, I um, uh, teamed up with a couple of business partners. Went down to New Orleans, purchased a machine, brought it back here, uh, lifted our house, uh, put a two-car garage under, and uh, and basically built a business around that first construction project. Magnificent, you know. I and I want to notice that there was a difference between. The, I've always said, with, with no little bias, that the difference between Katrina and uh, and Sandy. That is, when Katrina hit Louisiana, everyone says, "My gosh, what can the government do to save us?" And in New Jersey, is we got to roll up our sleeves and get this stuff done. It was it was a difference, and I um, I again I say that with no little bias, uh, being from the Garden State. But <laughs> so there you have it. It's it's just a little nosh aperitif at today's feast of wisdom. And so in fulfilling my duties as proper host, uh, before you enticingly is laid a, a few utensils to help us better partake of the uh, rest of the feast. And first utensil, as I always do. Please allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and the privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you're ever going to hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you scrutinize all those labels pinned on you by the hidden persuaders and realize that you are a patron, not a consumer, and that you are an elector of public servants, not a voter? Or... Will you continue to see these persuaders as powerful rather than the beggars they really are? The choice, my friend, is yours. And as a second utensil, uh, I think you need to steep your lips into a little laughter and taste a scriptural recitation from the 102 Best Business Scripts book. So I'm pulling it out here. Let's go into the middle. Somewhere. Oh, okay, here we are. I love this. Uh, if our firm cuts out any more middle management, the CEO will be forced to talk to the workers himself. <laughs> and as an afterthought, oh, let's get real here. Middle managers are brought on board to serve as channels, not protective buffers. So before you, Mr. Business Owner, fire one more middle manager, why not learn the value of what that individual does for the firm and then judge if you really can profitably replace her for that service? Uh, and if you smirked a bit over that quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com, that's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, and pick up a copy of 102 Best Business Quips or 101 Best Business Quips, whatever book site suits you, 
and you're going to have a whole quiverful to make you the cleverton greed eye and envy of all the chain gang at work. Finally, as a third utensil, of I suppose we should appropriately entitle this the out-of-the-soup ladle, we proffer you the answer of last week's business quotations. That is, the name of the author who noted, if you can give your son or daughter only one gift, let it be the gift of enthusiasm. I, I, I'm sorry, I have to say that one again. It's so good. If you can give your son or daughter only one gift, let it be the gift of enthusiasm. Those words were spoken by none other than the visionary founder of the of advertising's Ebenezer firm, BBDNO, Mr. Bruce Fairchild Barton. And later on in the show, uh, blurting your way, will come another enriching quotation. And if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, just simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be and email that right off to info at bartsbooks.com, I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you're correct, your knowledge will earn you a marvelous gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. So now, with utensils in hand, return with me to the post-Sandy Sandy shores of New Jersey with Mr. Don Slack as he raises both our vision and our domiciles. Now, Don, you, you mentioned before, you really are no stranger to both the pick and shovel side of real estate as well as its fiscal dealings. Uh, give us a, could you give us a brief thumbnail sketch of your experiences and, and what brought you to deal with a very volatile land on the Jersey coast? Yeah, you bet, uh, Bart. I um, I started in the real estate uh, industry back in the mid '80s uh, as a broker, mm-hmm. and eventually wound up with um, a development firm. Became a partner with a company called Gale and Wentworth um, up in Morris County, and I spent 20 some odd years with uh, Stan Gale and Finn Wentworth and and Mark Yeager. Um, and we developed real estate um, here in New Jersey, um, out in California, and, and had investments um, up in Boston, and uh, where we built a large office building in downtown and, and out in the Midwest. Um, eventually, that translated to a position of um, uh, part ownership in a business called WorkStage. We teamed yeah. up uh, with now that was construction, Steelcase. right? Yeah, it was. We teamed up with Steelcase. We built. Uh, what we called high-performance buildings, primarily offices and data centers uh, and call centers. Um, And we even built some schools uh, all across the country. We built uh, 30 different buildings uh, over a nine-year span, and it was really a a wonderful, fascinating time. We started it from I see why you call them high-performance buildings. Yeah. Yeah. We um, we started you, them from scratch. We put them up. Uh, I, I I should have caught that fire. I should have put my own offices in that. I would have performed better, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, it actually um, we the business was named Workstage, and it we we did play off of that. It, uh, you know, creating stages where your employees could perform their best, and those buildings huh. uh, included. Well, we took uh, all the services you would typically find overhead, power, voice, data, and air distribution, and instead we inverted and built them below the floor. We built just uh, ah, slab buildings okay. and put all the services below, which made a, a really flexible um, place for employees to work. And myself and, and two partners ran that business um, um, ah. along with Steelcase, Gale and & Wentworth, and, and at the time Morgan Stanley Capital. Um, wow. and it was quite an interesting business. 
and it really um, allowed me to develop a template that I've put in place with our Northeast home uh, home construction business. Um, now, Don, which, I want to which, I want to get that because because Northeast, you founded Northeast Home Instruction, as you say, really from literal from very literal tragedy and and personal experience. So you you got the uh, put it together, uh, and I just I, I can't help as I hear this, you know, I. Uh, I, just to let you know, a lot of us inlanders, I live about, uh, oh, I don't know, 30 miles inland from uh, New Jersey, and a lot of us uh, who are here and, and not on the shore have been a little bit less than pleased with the national flood and some of the other insurance policies that pay off on rebuilding the housing located on the same cotton-picking foolish sandbar that's been destroyed twice already, and um, you, you know what I'm talking about, is... Are, are they really still allowing this rebuilding and paying off to put your home right back where it was? And how do you assess the system? Yeah, yeah. So the um, um, I don't make judgment on it. Uh, I do happen to be one of the one of the homeowners along um, along that stretch of sand there on that island. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Look no further. Look no further than these government grants, uh, Bart, and the billions of dollars that have been pumped into the New Jersey shore, um, it's an enormous part of the vibrance of the state of New Jersey. Um, uh, and true, true, the, well put. The, the land there um, um, is low-lying. Um, it's not below sea level. Uh, like New Orleans, New Orleans has, I think, 150,000 houses that were built below sea level. Um, oh, at the Jersey oh, shore... Um, yeah, it's it's um, uh, it's coastal, of course. Um, the key to um, taking these dollars and utilizing them properly, and and our company has been one of the top firms um, working for homeowners um, who have received these grants. Less than less than ten percent of homeownership uh, at the Jersey Shore um, received government grants. These are federal grants which come through really? the, the DCA here in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, our company has done a lot of this uh, work for homeowners. Um, these mm. dollars are being put to use to elevate the homes, which is the only legitimate way to make sure, Bart, that it doesn't happen again. Um, the, I, know, the homes I, I are going up. Right. I uh, think yeah, go yes, ahead. I, I think you're right. No, nope, I was going to say that the, the homes are going up. The infrastructure, um, if you just look at um, between Point Pleasant and Seaside, for example, um, um, a couple hundred million dollars was put into the infrastructure there to repair Route 35 and, and all the utilities and infrastructure below it sure, sure. Um, to allow uh, people to get onto that island and to go about their business and enjoy their enjoy their summers and enjoy their residences. So um, the, the strategic key to this whole thing is elevating the homes above the base flood elevation such that as if and when that next storm comes, and it likely will, um, that these homes will survive um, and, and, frankly, will flourish uh, going forward. Wow. Well, I think you're right. I'm glad you brought up the point that that what we're saving here is not somebody's individual home, but we are saving uh, a great money maker 
for the state. And as, as someone who has traveled to over 70 countries, I can tell you that the Jersey beaches are are really among the top five, unparalleled along, around the globe. So it's it, it, it is a sense. If you have just joined us, uh, you are getting your own Darwinian sense of adapting to the environment, uh, enriched by, all by listening to The Art of the CEO, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time streams magically through the incredibly misunderstood realms of cyberspace, where you may listen and download this episode and others by listening to by visiting, I'm sorry, by visit blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. That's blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. And now, Don, getting to, to northeast home elevation, I assume that you're talking uh, uh, not about a moral or financial, uh, but more of an attitudinal raising, uh, although we could probably use all. Uh, let's, let's look at the actual process. Let's say... Uh, my home had a waist-high flood flowing through my living room, and let's say I've got uh, 2,000 square foot home on the, on the shore facing the ocean. And uh, um, how how high? This was a once in a life. Sandy was a supposedly once in a lifetime. But how high would you be raising my soggy castle? <laughs> yes. Well, first off, um, um, by raising that house of yours you will add significantly to your family's net worth, no doubt about it. It's hard to assess the value of these structures when they're in the base flood elevation because any right, homeowner right. Who, who would own it after you who's going to purchase it with a mortgage will be required to have flood insurance. Now, ah, okay. my company, um, Northeast, um, we developed ourselves around helping people elevate these houses, and, and to date we've done hundreds of these projects. Um, oh, the way we operate is we've got a, a group of um, folks in our office here that help the homeowners with all of their paperwork, be it um, ah. ICC grants from the insurance company or be it uh, processing their uh, REM grants from the DCA. Uh, and then we have a, a staff. We're up to now, I believe, 37 employees. We've got a head of construction oh a gentleman named Daryl Monticello, who's extremely talented, been doing this sort of work, building new houses, renovating houses for years here at the Jersey Shore. Daryl oversees oh, our lifting group, our masonry group, our carpentry group, and we also started a plumbing division and an electrical division. Oh, yeah. Such that oh, good. we do these Find projects. Find me on as a plumber's helper. These... I'd be great. Yeah. Well, we do these projects in-house. Um, it's the best oh, really? way okay. that, that we have a chance to, to control schedules. Really difficult with a billion dollars of capital coming from the government oh, flowing sure. into this marketplace. Um, it's a real challenge to control schedule. Now, as far as your 2,000-square-foot oh, yeah. um, house... Just a second on that. I, 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 hate, yeah. I want to uh, cut in here for a moment. What if I'm no longer enchanted uh, with the same spot and I want my precious homestead uh, moved and reset onto higher ground? Uh, are you, would you do that or do you do that for my homey haven there? Yes, yes. So um, um, home elevation um, can be done in, in a bunch of different ways. Number one, we can lift the house up um, and um, – most likely, typically, we, we demolish the old footings and foundations and build new. Sometimes it's a spread footing. Sometimes it's a pile system. 
but we build in place and we ultimately build a foundation and put the house back down. Conversely, right. uh, there are times when we roll houses or move houses. Um, here at the Jersey Shore, um, we're somewhat constrained from moving to higher ground. Higher ground, by definition, means <laughs> getting they, off of these islands they, and, they and going much. far. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. really, really difficult. Um, you know, we get involved with the utility companies because most of our electric oh, yes. um, is overhead here in Jersey. So um, I have when heard you talk about legendary houses, stories about about <laughs> both municipalities and neighbors holding moving houses hostage for mm. for all kinds of things. Uh, it, uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, um, at this point, uh, as all Don's valued strategies and, and tales are flowing across the table. I think it's time to take a pause and take a brief sorbet from this wise feast and allow me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we're here today. That firm is Prometheus Publishing, creator of, among several other divisions, Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides. And today, Prometheus would like you to uh, take a look at one of their books uh, entitled, So That's How They Do It, Tactics from Business Masters. And if you're that individual who seeks a, a fulfilling and a satisfying career, enough to push your arms up and rise out of that swivel chair and seize a better tool and apply it to your own job, then this book is really a must-read and reread. Set it by your bedside volume. What it, what it does is it offers you a, a whole smorgasbord of business tactics that have brought benefit from a, a really a worldwide array of business masters and every one of these tactics and disciplines has been proven it gives an example so pick up so that's how they do it at barsbooks.com and apply the ones that fit you and then maybe some of them the ideas will set your own uh, fertile mind to pondering and you'll get some improvements on your own so speaking of fertile minds uh Don, uh, you you've mentioned that uh, a lot of this, uh, both both the moving and 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 the elevating, uh, can be done by by federal grants. I guess that's where most of the funding comes from. Um, how how might a fo if if I am in this situation anywhere, how would I go about applying for it or, or finding out about it? Yeah, the grant program in New Jersey was um, uh, devised um, back in uh, late 2012, early 2013. Um, yeah, it was opened up yeah. to homeowners whose primary residence was affected by Superstorm Sandy. Um, there were some financial um, uh, ramifications associated with that as well. Um, those grants have been awarded already. There were approximately 8,300 grant recipients, uh, and that's the work that Northeast and, and others are doing now. Um, in the future, future grants you mean you're still um, doing things that, come... that dated back to 12. Okay. Oh, exactly, exactly. We're, there's uh, probably another 18 months' worth of this work to be done as it relates to the grant holders, following which mm – -hmm. Northeast and, and others will be back to our original business model, which is helping homeowners renovate their homes, elevate them. We also build modular homes, and we do new construction of, of houses as well. Um, so going forward, there will be some grants, I believe, but many of those grants will come through municipalities or, or counties, as the case may be. Mm -hmm. Don, how high, uh, we, I, I, how high are you putting – 
the the shoreside houses uh, the, the, there's a row of shoreside houses uh, and they're all about the same how if if uh, again how high uh are 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 the stilts how high are you putting them up are yes five the, feet, um, feet, 15 feet? yep it did it the, we're everything that we do as it relates to uh the construction and reconstruction of these houses is um directed by uh, the flood insurance maps, and those are managed oh. by the um, FWS, the, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Um, those oh. maps dictate whether it's going to be three or four feet up or um, potentially 10 feet up. Um, we've lifted Whoa. some big houses in uh, Bayhead and Maniloking, three or four feet. Um, conversely, we've done a bunch of projects in Keensburg and um, uh, Union Beach, where we've lifted houses eight or nine feet. Um, many times, mm. uh, homeowners are putting garages underneath the homes, uh, which is which is a great way to add value to a house, and it's also wonderful sure. for the municipality because it, it gets some cars off of off of the street. If we put a garage underneath the house, but you don't want your Lamborghini floating in the garage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's so that's a good a good height, I guess it. Uh, is there? Uh, it's impossible to ask about, but again, uh, um, what what's a price range? I guess it depends on how old the structures are. Aren't some of these these beautiful no. old spring lake houses and so forth so old that that you, uh, that you really can't hoist them much of anywhere? You know, we, um, as it relates to pricing on these projects, um, it's relatively straightforward. The the big factors are. Um, whether we can keep the existing footing and foundation, masonry is a big portion of the expense of these jobs, um, uh, how high we're going, um, uh, and whether we're going to add something as a, such as a garage underneath the house. Um, but right. a homeowner can expect to pay anywhere from oh, $100,000 to potentially two or $300,000, depending upon the scope and the size of the project. Right. Okay. Now, you really you are in the in the, the thick of this and um you've watched the comeback over four years and do you think New Jersey as a commercial tourist center has come back or will come back in the next few years? I mean, how do you see the revenue stream and the job pool returning and will it get back to its our former glory days or, or have it already come back? Uh, Bart, the best way I can answer your question is when I started Northeast, I also started the Shore Opportunity Fund. So I, I put my, like my money where my mouth is. Myself and my <laughs> partners, we also, in addition to our construction service platform, we're also buying right. real estate. We've purchased eight properties uh-huh. down here right now. Um, some okay. are now income-producing properties. Um, some are elevation projects, and others are uh, – homes that we've knocked down and where we'll be building either modular or new construction homes. My belief is that not only will this market come back, uh, it will come back to be bigger and stronger than it ever was based upon the fact that when Sandy hit, this market had Mm -hmm. never recovered from the financial meltdown. Um, So we had a market that was, that had suffered um, historic uh, downturn 
never before in the United States have we seen that type of a downturn in real estate values, followed by well, we had the largest me, but I think what you're, storm. you're referring to, A, the 2008 uh, recession, and at the same time, the, the, the double whammy of uh, the Atlantic City um, meltdown um, as, as the casino industry all of a sudden found itself faced with competition up and down the East Coast, right? Is that what you're that yeah, yeah. and the loss of the loss of twelve thousand jobs in Atlanta County, mm. um, uh, and the fact that this real estate in the at the New Jersey Shore had never recovered from the financial crisis, and then Sandy mm. happened, and now there are billions of dollars being poured into this marketplace, both from the government, but also there is significant capital today being plowed back into these homes uh, and businesses by homeowners. Um, and, and business owners. And Northeast, I should also tell you, um, what we do for the homeowners, we now are also offering for commercial building owners uh, as, a, as a distributor for flood panels, which are flood, uh, basically floodgates that we put on the commercial buildings where we can't lift oh, okay. the buildings, but rather um, um, commercial buildings that are masonry construction with slab floor con- uh, configuration where um, we put up flood panels, which is a, a, oh. a trade name of a product L- little that, we, drain pipes that we are now along, distributing. Right? Yeah, yeah, and, and we like keep the water out. the area, converting it, <laughs> diverting it. Yeah, yeah. Well, retailers don't want to have 10 steps going into their store. That, that won't work for them. Right, so right. we need to keep the water out when the storm's coming. And we do it with uh, panels that uh, we, we remove when there's no storms. But when the storms come, we put the panels back in place. I love it. I love it. That's a great piece of engineering. Now, if uh, real estate investors among us want to uh, get an idea of shore properties or if they're looking to get uh, some of their own buildings fixed, how can they get in touch with you and Northeast Home Elevation? Yes. Uh, our website is um, uh, nihilift.com. That's N-E-H-E-L-I-F-T.com. Um, they can always call our office, which is 732-905-7777. Um, and on our Northeast website, um, there's, a, there's a click. You're just a click away from uh, the Halston Hills um, information, which includes uh, investment opportunities for folks that, um, that see it the way we see it, um, which is um, we're still buying properties down here right now. Okay, so I can both raise my fiscal hopes and uh, the structure that I'm uh, going to put them in. So that's wonderful. <laughs> Don, this has been fabulous. We, I've really enjoyed having you here. I've, I've learned so much about it, and I've, uh, I've, I've also got some sage advice that if, if, uh, if I need to deal with, with that sort of thing, be either preemptively or uh, post-storm. And I thank you so much for coming on. It's been a great pleasure to hear have you here, and we'll have to have you back in a little bit and see how things are progressing. Okay, Bart, you're a gentleman. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, and so now as we round out today's feast, uh, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's business quotation. So, who said? Success or failure in business is caused more by the mental attitude than by mental capacities. 
And as a hint, if you think these words were spoken by Walter Scott, you're close, but to be correct, you'd better add a pickle. I'll let you figure that one out. And remember, if you know the author of this quote, just pen that author's name as you believe him or her to be and send it to info at bartsbooks.com to win an absolutely power-thrusting, career-changing gift from the dungeons of Bart's Book Bookstore. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, if every now and then you don't lean back and just giggle at the insanity of your daily routine... You're probably working too hard and thinking too little. And to you, gleefully sharing our feast, I hope you've enjoyed the Art of the CEO show as much as Don and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, you may download this and all our shows at blogtalkradio.com slash theartoftheceo. And finally, to you who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege. I thank you.